serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I'm is Gatos, it? he's Chad, there's Becky Lynn. Is it a happy Monday? No. Well, you know what? Kind of. Kind of. So here's here's the thing. I walk in the office today. I'm about, th- you know, for 30 minutes, I'm away from the news. Right? For 30 minutes, I'm away from the news. I walk in and they say, Olivia Newton-John just died. I'm like, oh. Killed you. Oh, man. So here's here's my Olivia Newton-John thing. Um, my mom, God rest her soul, when I was five, she took me to my first ever movie and it was Grease. Really? That was your first ever movie? First oh, ever wow. movie. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No and wonder you're weird. I know. <laughs> and I asked her at least two or three more times to take me that week, and she did that. Wow. So it gets worse. Oh, she saw it like three times in the one week. My mom always used to tell me the story. You were insufferable. And usually I'm insufferable most of the time. She she said, she said, you asked me over and you would not leave me alone unless I took you back to see it a second time. And then you were worse after that. You made me take you back a third time because you just literally wouldn't show up, sh- uh, shut up. So Greece came out June 13th, 1978. I was five years old. And that was the first movie I ever saw. One of my favorite movies. And today we find out Olivia Newton-John has passed away. She died of seven at 73. And here's the thing. You know, she had breast cancer. My mom also had breast cancer, plus multiple myeloma, plus COVID. And then we know what happened. Um, but, you know, it's weird. Olivia Newton-John at 73. My mom died at 73. And I, I, I think with Olivia Newton-John, I always tied my mother to Olivia Newton-John. I know it's a little weird, but... You know, just the first memory of me actually going and sitting in a movie theater thinking how cool it was at five years old and then going back three times to see it. And it's just, you know, you ask, is it a happy day? I think, listen, I-, I think it is. I think we, you know, you celebrate Olivia Newton John. I mean, part of your, uh, you know, it's tough. Part of your childhood died today. Uh, I loved her. I got to interview her. I got to sing with her. We're going to play that in a second. Um, what, did, what did she mean to you? Nothing. Nothing. You didn't no, like she the was movie. A hot Nothing. chick in the seventies and eighties. That's pretty much. You didn't like the movie at all. I saw Grease once, and I thought the same thing. My Jack, Jack and I, oddly enough, were talking about this on Friday. We went and played golf, and we're sitting there chatting because I'd like the eighties channel on or something, and uh, it gets get physical comes on. Right. And I said, "It's Olivia Newton John." He's like, "Oh, who's she?" And I started talking about it. I said, ah, "She's in a musical." And he goes, "I hate musicals. They're stupid." And I'm like, "I agree with you 110. percent This is why you're my son." I mean, I, she was beautiful. That was I, great. She I was agree Australian. With you. I I just I I I, ne- I don't like musicals. I never got into Greece. I don't care for it. It didn't do anything for me. I loved it. Vinnie Barbarino, you shamed us all. What did you think, Becky Lynn? I love musicals, first of all, let me say. Shame, shame, shame on you both. But I love Greece. My kids love Greece. So let me tell you this. My daughter just texted me moments ago, and all it said was, Olivia Newton-John, cry, 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 cry face. Can I ask you how old your daughter is? She is 27. Really interesting, because in the newsroom, you know, we've got people that are our age, and then we've got people who are like, you know, the wise man in their 20s, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I asked people, I go, Olivia Newton-John, what does that mean to you? And everybody said, Greece. Um, you know, and, and for even a younger generation, I'll, I'll even give you this, my, my nieces, uh, Ellie and Cassie, who are like, you know, 13 and 10 or 11 now, 
Um, they've seen Greece. Yeah. So even the younger generation has has seen it. I think the music is great. And I'm kind of with Chad. I am not a musical. Give me a, name another musical. Give me a music. Anything. You walked out of what? Chicago. Yeah, I walked out of that crap. I hated it. The Music Man, which I'm going to see with Hugh Jackman. Okay. Coming up very soon. Like, isn't Chicago a musical? I just said Chicago. Oh, did you say? I'm sorry. I thought you said something else. It's also a group. It is. I like the group sometimes. Isn't that Yacht Rock? That is a little bit. Yeah. Saturday. There we go. (laughs) Hello, Dolly. Um, Yeah, I'm not into that um, stuff. But Greece was. Greece was just so epic. Now. For any age. Yes. Yeah. And it, it continues to play well. And it is a stage musical, too, so you can still see it. It's not the same. It's not the same because you, no. you don't have Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. So um, I interviewed Olivia Newton-John pre-COVID. And it was interesting. And we're going to play some of this interview uh, because, listen, say what you want, Chad. I know you don't, you're not a big music fan. She was an icon, uh, one of the most famous people on the planet, Um when I interviewed her, we talked about my mother, and I want to. I haven't heard this. Uh, you know, Pablo was pulling the interview, and a wise man was. And I remember talking about cancer, how she had it. My mom, and I want to go back and listen to that because it was a pretty deep conversation. Obviously, we asked about how you fit into the pants too. I mean, we got you know, it wasn't all just you know about cancer. We were, how did you fit into the black pants? Didn't right? She, didn't she say she, she had to be sewn into? She them? did. Yeah. She did. Uh, Chad, uh, you weren't here. Do you want to hear me sing with Olivia Newton? Well, of course. I think we'd all like to hear you sing because we you know you don't like musicals. You should think twice about that. <laughs> Are you going to be like this all day? You're going to be no. a sourpuss hey, look, all day. I, I, you asked me what she meant to me. She was a hottie in spandex and uh, the leg warmers in the 80s. What's right? wrong with that? There was nothing wrong with that. Oh, well, then, then, yeah, then that's fine. You know? You're not going to crap in our Cheerios all day. I just, it is what you know, it Maybe is. we should let him leave, Becky Lynn. You know what? He's He's been up all day. He's because cranky. You got, he's I, all cranky he's, today. You know, but I walked in like, she's dead. I'm like, oh. Well, oh, too bad. She had oh, cancer. So sad. Let's have fun. Yeah. Mm. What a heart. Guy is such a heart. Okay. okay. Kinds of heart. At so, least pretend you care. Nah, he doesn't care. All right, here's me. <laughs> we were broken. pals. I didn't know it. Here's There's me. a bunch of people dying right now. I don't know. Here's, uh, here's me singing with uh, Olivia Newton-John. This where, Pablo, do you remember when this was? Was it twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? You remember? It was twenty seventeen. It was twenty fall of twenty seventeen. I was going to say this uh, longer ago than that. Yeah. All right. It's here's a quick clip. Olivia Newton-John is joining us. What would it take for you to make my lifelong dream come true and have a little duet? What song are you thinking about? That's your dream? Uh, that's it, baby. That's your dream? I'm easy. It was a little rough, but you know what? I'd go with it anyway. I edited it. That's the best version of it, by the way. <laughs> we that were trying to sing over the telephone. On. That was actually the best version. Listen, I can't sing. It was funny because she goes, well, I'm not warmed up. And I just hit the music. She still hit the notes. <laughs> she still hit the notes. Oh, that's sad. That's oh, just, that's tough. So, what will you remember her for, uh, Becky? We know Chad doesn't care. I will. Okay, several things. I will remember her, of course, for Grease and for Physical. But I also know that one of her early songs hmm. was a, it came out as a pop song, and then they added a steel guitar to it, hmm. and they released it on the country charts. Oh, that's obscure. And she No, it's not. Oh, it's it's not? called Let Me Be There. Yep. Okay. And she ended up winning that year 
the country female vocalist of the year, and Nashville went berserk. Wow. Because she wasn't a country artist. I remember her for Xanadu, maybe the worst sci-fi yes. movie of all time. That was horrendous. With and the that was skates. after, that was before <laughs> Flash Gordon, and still Flash Gordon's like, we're not Xanadu. What was Xanadu? I don't. Did, you don't remember? She was no. started it with Gene Kelly. Yep, Gene Kelly. And it was this fantasy. He died of embarrassment after Is Gene yeah. Kelly the dancer? Yes, uh huh. And they, it was in this uh, mystical land of Xanadu. <laughs> and remember, there was this, the, the song was a hit. Yeah. Xanadu. It had ELO did a big yes, song, right? Yes. Yeah, Cliff Richard, the Tubes. The music was great. The movie was horrendous. Think, really? Think of a sci-fi movie, and then in the midst of it, it becomes. A musical. And you it's can just, probably find it. You should oh, watch it. Just I'm the, sure. the spectacle. Oh, my She played goodness. Kira. You know what? Like, All right, let me ask you this, because I know we're running out of time here. we got a lot to get to. Is this one of those nights you go home and you watch Grease? Nope. Not, not, I'm talking to normal people. Uh, well, I've seen Grease a billion times. No, right. but you should, because you so, go home and watch it, because otherwise you're going to not be normal. Oh, am I? Normal I would, people. Honestly, I would, I would, I, if I was going to watch any one of her movies, I'm watching Xanadu. I was like, going to say, I, I might go home rack. and look for I guess, Xanadu. I guess my question is this. You killed Gene Kelly. And it's not. It's certainly not the same when Michael Jackson died or when Prince died. That that was early in their life. It came as a huge surprise. Um, we knew that Olivia Newton-John had cancer and had battled it for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. But when Michael Jackson died, you went home and, and listened to Jacko. When Prince died, I'm just... Yeah. Is is this the same? Is this a, a moment where you, where you, I don't know. Because she was 73. I don't Not know. Yeah. Close, though. She never, ever came anywhere near Michael Jackson or Princess Sphere. Ever, ever, ever. No, but few people do, honestly. Sure. But, but still, she was an icon. There's no question. She had a voice that wasn't like anyone else's. Nobody sounded like Olivia Newton-John. No. When she sang, you knew it was her. All and right. I loved that about her. Uh, Olivia Newton-John, gone, 73. Mm. I'm glad I got to sing with her. Coming up next. Uh, don't forget your uh, school surprise. You know, the uh, kids are back in school. Uh, let's see. We've got pencils, paper, AR-15s, anyone? We'll discuss that next. The Gatos and uh, Chad uh, show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, grab our podcast if you want to hear me insult, apparently, Olivia Newton-John. You can hear it uh, over and over again. Subscribe now at the iPhone and Android right there. Grab it. Never miss any of the show. It's the Gatos Chad Show podcast. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get the most money selling your home. That's right. Go to carolroycehasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. Carolhasthebuyers.com. All right, uh, this hour, uh, Kate Gallego is going to join us, mayor of Phoenix. Uh, we're going to talk about cops, because today, I believe the Phoenix Police Department, they're getting their raise. Um, so we're going to talk about that. How many cops do they need in Phoenix? What are they? I think they're jacking up to pay 20 grand. We're going to talk about that. I also want to ask Gallego, why is Phoenix number one in inflation? What, what is that? Out of every city? major city. Yeah. Yeah. We're... Phoenix is number one in it. That stinks. So we're going to discuss that. All right. Um, school is back. Are your kids back at school? Uh, the, Jack goes back in. Jack's got an old school schedule okay. where he gets out in like early June and goes back like the first week of September. Oh, that's California. That's California. Okay. Uh, so, uh, but the my other ones were supposed to start last week, uh, but they took a few days off because Jack was still here and he left. So they start tomorrow. Oh, got it. Because they so, only go to school three days a week. 
One, okay, three times a week. All right. So, so let me ask you a question. There's uh, an interesting story out because for, schools obviously are opening. And how do we keep kids safe? Take a listen. AR-15 style rifles have been used in numerous school shootings. Now each of the six schools in Madison County will be stocked with them for school resource officers to use in the event of a shooting. It's a controversial decision. I thought it was a joke. Dr. Dorothy Espelage at UNC Chapel Hill's School of Education says she thinks it's a bad idea. It's what we call hardening in the schools and it's what's going to happen is that we're going to have accidents with these guns officials say the guns will be kept in locked safes mark remillard abc news hold on a second how are you going to have an act it's a school resource officer so in theory it's a police officer that or a law enforcement that would have access to it how are you going to have accidents somebody gets into the safe a kid get breaks into it i don't know yeah, because if a kid's breaking into your safe, you got a lot of issues. And that kid... <laughs> they shouldn't be anywhere near a safe or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you can just put the safe in the middle of the schoolyard and say, hey, whoever cracks it gets yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I got to tell you, I'm uh, I, I'm mixed about this. If it was teachers... No, I'm not for that. You know, but it's a school resource officer. Right. Here's, here's the thing. If these killers are going to be bringing an AR-15 to the school... You can't have a pistol. No. You got to have the gun. You got to you gotta have the... One of the reasons I don't think AR-15 should be out and, and available for anybody to buy, I'm not anti-gun, I don't want the AR-15s out, I've said it for years, is that they overpower police officers all the time. I mean, one of the reasons that the cops didn't go in in Uvalde, they were scared. In theory, they said. In theory, yeah. They, I mean, most of them didn't have an AR-15, and they knew that guy had one. Again, doesn't excuse what happened in Uvalde. But, you know, when you take an AR-15 to school and you want to shoot the place up, well, you know, you've got you, you've to be able to go after the gunman with the same amount of firepower. Yeah, you want to at least give yourself some equal footing. And at first when I heard this, I'm like... It made it sound like, you know, I remember when the first time I went to Europe, I was like 11 years old to play soccer. And you get off the airplane and inside of the airports, you're walking around and there's guys in military outfits and they've got, you know, long rifles because back of the IRA and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, my God. It made it sound like it was going to be that. No, this thing's going to be in a safe. It is going to be away from kids. She's worried about accidents. My thing is. I don't understand. Like, what kind of accident do you think is going to happen? It's going to go off on its own? If you take the safe away. Yeah, it's a totally different story. Well, how, how is it a totally different story? Because I think if you, if you take the safe away, you're, you're going to have a gun that could be put down at some point in time. You know, what, you're not going to leave it inside somebody's no. room. So there's a safe there. Then I got no problems with it. Mm. Uh, do you think if there, if it was just the, the officer carrying it and it's not that they locked these things away for the night, we wouldn't be talking about it? Because, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know. May, it's hard. To, I think we're going to talk about it just because the gun is what it is. Right. You know, it, it is what it is. It's that gun. And that gun is going to cause, you know, people to have conversations. It's going to cause anger. It's going to cause anxiety. It, but how do you so, protect yourself if you're going up against an AR-15? There you go. Don't you protect yourself with an AR-15? Rather have and not need than need and not have. Yeah. And if it's there and you're asking yourself, you know, hey, give me at least a fair shot, then this would be it. Well, then there you go. Talk about this a little later. If they had, like, the AR-15s locked up in a safe at Uvalde, would anything have changed? 
I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk we'll, about we'll, it. We'll never know. Yeah. But we should talk about it, and I think it's a fair question. Especially if that's your number one excuse of why you didn't do something. Gosh, because you were outgunned. Yeah. I think that was part of it. Well, I think a little bit was part and of it. I think it the other was cowardice. Yeah, I think that's so. the major part. And okay. just poor leadership. All right. Coming up next. Coming up. Why does Phoenix have the highest inflation in the country? Because we're awesome. We're awesome. We're going to ask uh, Kate Gallego, mayor of Phoenix. Hey, Coming you know up. her. Well, I don't know her personally. Do you know her personally? What do no, you no, I think I've met her for once, coffee. I'm, I don't no, think I've even met her. No, no, I don't think she cares much for us, but whatever. I don't That's think she does. Most politicians don't. Let's no. see how this one goes next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, we talk about cops all the time on this show. Phoenix uh, PD looks like, uh, Chad, they're going to get their raise. And obviously that's a good thing. We need more police officers in uh, Phoenix. But also, how do you get them? Well, you got to pay them. So how much are they getting a raise? How much are we paying them? Joining us now is the mayor of Phoenix, Kate Gallego. Mayor, how are you today? Doing very well. So how much are you paying these uh, guys and gals? Uh, they put their lives on the line. And I guess uh, today is the first day of their raise. Is that correct? What are we looking at? Yes, we want to be the best department in the state. And that means we have to pay our officers fairly. Recruits will start at uh, over 68000 That's compared to 48000 where they were before this adjustment. And we are really excited about the response we've been getting. People are telling us they want to join the city of Phoenix, and we're getting more and more people signing up to be recruits. Now, Mayor, you hear that more and more people are signing up. I mean, you think of yourself, uh, you don't want money to be the, the number one thing why people become police officers. You're risking your lives, but you want to be able to feel like you're giving back to the community, protecting it. Uh, uh, what's that make you think when you hear more and more people are signing up? Are you are you hesitant? Like, I hope we're getting the right kind of people. I think people know when they sign up to join the Phoenix Police Department that we are a really exciting opportunity. We have a lot of opportunity to specialize, to do something you love. Some people are drawn to work on motorcycles and traffic safety. Other people are passionate about protecting children from crime. For me, hearing victims who were children t- testify would be emotionally exhausting, but I'm so grateful that officers are willing to step up and do it. And I think that the ability to really have the career you want attracts people to Phoenix, but we knew we were losing them to some of our neighboring communities. We had a neighboring tribal community that would come up to some of our folks and say, hey, we have the highest pay in the region, come to us. And sometimes that worked. So um, if we want to have the best, then this is an important part of that. No one goes into this type of work to get wealthy, but it's reasonable that they ask to be paid fairly. Phoenix Mayor Kate Gallego, we're talking about uh, cops and salaries. So the Phoenix City Council voted this through, right? Yes. Okay. I don't know how everything works, so I'm just going to throw this out there. Can you do that for teachers? Can you raise their pay, 20 grand? There are a few large cities that run schools, but we are not one of those. So we do not control compensation for teachers. Gotcha. How many police officers do you need? So we have uh, 509 authorized positions that we want to fill. And, and the good news is this pay increase, as well as some other investments we've been making, seem to be working. So the test for applicants this week had 211 people sign up, which is the most we've seen in the past two years. Okay. We are really seeing a pretty dramatic increase in the number of people who are applying to join the department. And that is good news for all of us who care about safer communities. 
Uh, Mayor, how, what are you doing to, to keep the officers? I've, to, I've talked to several police officers, some of which are tasked to try to make sure officers don't go elsewhere or retire from the business or just walk away. What What is that like? Because just as much as you want to recruit new ones, you also want to make sure you keep a hold of the good ones uh, that still want and still love this job, but they're just kind of frustrated and over it. There have been some changes in partnership with the legislature to make it more competitive for officers at the end of their career to stay, and that's particularly focused around retirement. We've also really asked officers what are the parts of the job that you love and what are the parts of the job you think might be better handled by other types of professionals. Some of the, unfortunately, we are seeing a rise in addiction in this community, and our officers have said, you know, we are not in the position to be counselors. And for some of those um, calls for service where addiction is at the center, we're investing in social workers and clinicians who can really respond to those calls. And then our officers can focus on crime, particularly violent crime. We can't ask our police department to solve all of the challenges in the community, and so we're trying to be more targeted about getting the right person on the each 911 call. Phoenix Mayor Kate Gallegos joining us. Um, we keep seeing that Phoenix is, is number one across the nation in high inflation. Number one. Why is that? There are a variety of factors, but we're literally the fastest growing city in the country, so more people have moved to Phoenix than any other city. Um, it's a compliment that people are voting with their seat, their feet and wanting to come to our community. And actually, public safety is one of the reasons they cite when they come here. But we are not keeping up with the demand for housing. Uh, I try to announce at every council meeting how many new housing units we're approving. And it's been exciting to be able to announce sometimes thousands of units. But we also hear from the private sector, there's not always the workforce to build those units. And there have been supply chain challenges as well with just getting the people the refrigerators or whatever it is they need for their homes. So we hope that the market is showing signs of the price increases not being quite so high, but people want to live in this community. Hmm. Uh, last one for Phoenix, uh, Mayor Kate Gallego. What would you make of the MAGA sweep election night? Governor, uh, Secretary of State, AG, Senator, all MAGA. What do you think? There, there was certainly a clear headline from the Republican primary. I think a lot of Democrats think that creates an opportunity for Democrats. I am sorry that so much of this next election may be focused on the last election because we have real challenges from education to water to infrastructure that deserve a lot of attention. But we can keep talking about the last election. Big fan of Carrie Lake. <laughs> I would love to see a governor who has real executive experience and government experience. It is hard to manage large teams of people, and these issues are complex. Um, I know people say that uh, government is simple, but with the issues that are facing Arizona right now, you know, you need someone who has experience. They're complex issues. That is a, well, that's a heck of an answer right there. Wow, that's very political. I was good. Yeah, yeah. Gov- government is simple. <laughs> Politicians and people, well, those are different stories. Yeah, yeah. You have to make a lot of decisions quickly, and the more information you come in knowing, the better. But, man, that's a lot of training for day one. All right. Phoenix Mayor Kate Gallego, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. We'll have a little more politics coming up at 4 o'clock. As you well know, we've got midterm mayhem. Mayhem. The madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Should it be midterm mega mayhem? Yeah, it might be, right? The three M's. Mm-hmm. 
We'll Midterm mega mayhem. We'll talk about that doormat, Doug Ducey. What a what a zero over the weekend. He's ripping Carrie Lake. He tells us how awful she is, that you cannot elect her. And then what does he do? He turns right around and he's like, well, she got to do, right? That's how many times we talk about that. Like, nobody would say ever. Ah, hell no. I'm not. I'm not. And none of this. I'm not getting behind anybody that's not my candidate. Because they're all afraid. So he lied to us. Of course they all lie. <laughs> you go. Oh, these politicians, all of them on both sides, just are just awful. Just awful. Awful. All right, coming up next. Coming up. The, uh, the ERs are uh, starting to fill up again, Chad. Not because of COVID. Because of pickleball. Oh, <laughs> here in the valley. <laughs> what is that? What's the matter with us? Talk about it next. Gatos Chat Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, 3 o'clock, make sure that you're here. Very interesting idea. A four-day school week. I wonder what some of your parents would think. Also, teachers, they might like it. And we'll tell you why. You never know. One place in Arizona is doing this. We're going to talk to the principal of that school. So I think that's kind of interesting. What they're, I'll just give you a little quick one. What they're saying is it will uh, help the, the, the crazy stress on teachers if it's a four-day work week. Guarantees a bunch of people are going, I got lots of stress. I'm working all year, and I'm not getting a four-day work week. Although in Europe and a lot, a lot of other places are trying to go there full, you know, as a full-time thing for most of their their jobs, right? What was it? Was it... Holland or somewhere was it? Was it the Dutch, the Netherlands that said uh, you have the right to a four day work week now? Oh yeah, somebody made it like a law. Yeah, I don't remember where. And that you're like, was. hold on a second. What do you mean the right? So and you can work from home. Mm. That's the other thing. So if you're a surgeon, you know, I have the right to work from home. Just so. come here. <laughs> Just come here. I got a great dishwasher. You guys, gonna love it. <laughs> you'll love it. All right, that's a three. Hey, uh, the ERs are filling up. Oh, no. It's not monkeypox. Oh, thank God. No, it's not COVID. Oh, thank goodness. What is it? Well, it is the fastest growing sport in America. And what is it? It's pickleball. Oh. Wait a minute. People are like, what's pickleball? Well, picture older white people wanting to play a sport <laughs> like tennis, but not tennis, but not ping pong either. It's little tennis, big ping pong. That's right. That's what it is. And it is huge. Now, we in America. About it yesterday, my wife, I'm like, we should play some pickleball. That looks like fun. Have you ever played? Uh, no. It's great. Uh, Canadian, who just, uh, it was our intern who left on Friday. His mom's, I guess, a huge pickleball player up in Canada, and he's played because he was describing, I'm like, what's the ball like? Because it looks weird. Like, they hit it really hard, but it doesn't go very fast. Small tennis court, right? Yeah. It's a smaller size court. Uh, you got a paddle instead of a racket. I don't remember what ball. I haven't played in a couple months. Whatever ball is a rubber ball. I don't remember what I don't it know. is. Okay. So people are getting hurt. How are you getting hurt playing pickleball? I don't get it. A little older, probably. No, but here's the thing: you would. This always was a geezer sport. Yeah, it's not anymore. Listen to this kid. Listen to this 21 year old kid. I think that I'm just going to wipe the floor with them. I got. So he shows up at the pickleball pickleball court, and he looks at. Maybe he's looking at people our age. You're what? 51? I'm 48. He's like, I'm gonna whip your. You know what? It's 21. So maybe he gets there. 
He's like, all right, let's see how it goes. I think that I'm just going to wipe the floor with them. I got crushed by these guys named Harvey, Lyle, and Al. But I've never met somebody 26 that's named Harvey, Lyle, or Al. But I will say that, listening to that guy, the first thing I can tell is, this is the first sport he's ever played in his life. Harvey, Lyle, and Al have probably played hockey, baseball, football, all kinds of stuff. Season veterans. This guy, this guy's like, I thought I was going to show up and just beat these guys. Uh, you know, I came right out of my bedroom because my mom's like, you got to get some sun. I think that I'm just going to wipe the floor with them. I- no. You know who that guy reminds me of? It's an inside joke, but I'm just going to say, you know, what that guy reminds me of. I was playing, I was playing softball last season. Huh? Some dude, some dude walks up to the plate in khakis. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh no! Way. And I'm like, that is spectacular. I'm like, I, I'm playing the outfit. I go, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna come in. Yeah. I, I don't think he's gonna hit it over my head. When I used to play soccer when I was little, and you'd see the other guy in the other team, and he had goggles on, you're like, oh, I'm gonna run this guy, right? <laughs> While more, sometimes cocky, younger players are picking up the sport. Pickleball is a sport for old people. And I think that I'm just going to wipe the floor with them. I got crushed. You got crushed. By, by these guys named Harvey. Lyle. Lyle. Al. 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 And Al. But I've never met somebody 26 that's named Harvey, Lyle, or Al. By the way, his name's not Al. His name is Al. <laughs> his dad looked at him back in the day and go, your name's Al. <laughs> it is still dominated by players in their golden years. Okay. More folks who are older, um, maybe they were former tennis players, but yeah. now because of arthritis and other problems, you know, you have a less amount of court to cover. All right. What kind of injuries? Just because it's the. Oh, it's our buddy, uh, Dr. Uh, Shad Marvasti. Uh, I text him all the time about COVID. <laughs> been stoked. Hey, Doc, monkey box, do I have to worry? No? Okay. Just because it's the sudden movements of where you're going to one side and then you have to turn quickly and pivot, right? Break the so- hip. So what do you think they're hurting? What is that? Like a rotator cuff, you think? Or are they getting, are they, are they, do they dive and get a burn on their knees? No, I don't you think can kind of twist your ankle. Overworked shoulders, rotator cuffs. Rotator cuffs. Well, they're not going to be pitching tomorrow night. By the way, we have a uh, guy that works in the newsroom. I'm not going to say who he is, but his voice is spectacular. What's up, Mivasami? Uh, how you guys doing? Uh, he's a former pro tennis player, and he plays pickleball. And when he says when he goes out there, he whoops up on him. Oh, I bet. Uh, you know, he's an older gentleman, but man, his voice is uh, very distinct. That's funny. It's a fun sport. It is. Coming up next, with a four-day school week, solve Arizona's teacher shortage. It's Gatos Chacha.